0: Little does everybody know in Boston, he's the biggest winner in the city. It's not like glamorous to be an audio engineer, but if if it was, he'd be probably the most famous dude in the city. Hi, I'm John Scott. I run Phoenix Down Recording, and this is the golden hour. Blew it. Got it wrong. Keep going. We'll give it another try. It's all right. I don't fuck with you anymore, but it's straight. This is John Scott. I run Phoenix Down Recording, and
1: this is my golden hour.
0: Okay, so listen, I, I feel like you're looking at this paranoid. Like, I'm no, I just I'm
1: so used to looking at the recording screen. It's like d- I have. Do
0: you want me to take the brightness down? No, I think like I, I should. Maybe you just <laughs> yeah, okay, turn t- the whole thing up. I'll I'll take it down. Also, Thank did you realize? So, John, before I give him a proper introduction, have been obsessively him more so, honestly, about in, improving the layout of the frame. And as you can see, if you go back to like episode like six or seven there's like a total change in scenery and this was the last piece for me at least you see how disgusting the stickers are so i was like all right i'm gonna get a new case look no, professional.
1: i told you i liked the stickers
0: yeah because you're out of your mind man. No, I love <laughs> you're like dude stickers. i would pay for dude, that i told
1: you i would i was like that looks like a very like you know aged road road worn as they would say in the guitar the guitar industry i think you just you've been up too late man probably <laughs> Um, I just
0: but before we begin, Raffy, come on, come on, swing around, bro Yo, check out the lights Oh yeah, definitely get the lights on the thing But here, I- introduce
1: yourself uh, Rafi Wilder, Kicking Over Rafi, that's where I'm from So That's all it is
0: Oh, what is Rafi? Um, so it's an acronym, it's
1: from when I was rapping It's like Rodriguez, Alberto, fuck it I couldn't come up with a rap name So then, that's what it was oh,
0: th- More creative than a lot of other stuff I've heard out of this studio <laughs> I like it, fuck it um, yeah, definitely get the lights too in, in the B roll, but Raffy's running his own series, um, which we'll, we'll talk.
1: Crazy, I thought that was a shadow from the TV. Yeah, because the TV's doing the same shit. Yeah. Same
0: color. Oh shit! Oh, I didn't even think of that. I thought like that's like your prized possession, these lights.
1: <laughs> yeah, I gotta get some of these lights go? in the frame.
0: Beautiful. Um, so listen, I have not been more excited to run an episode yet. I know we already got you on one, but. Um, I appreciate I'm, it yeah I'm just there's n- no one that I think I've met yet that's doing stuff that has their success has been more predicated on just pure hard work appreciate it and like I can tell you can tell from miles away I'm sure you can do the same thing you can tell when someone actually works hard yeah I mean you've been around an eclectic mix of people
1: you can tell when some it's someone's first time and you can like w- trying something, working hard, and you can tell when someone's been doing it. Absolutely, you know, when they've been on the grind for a long time. When it's
0: like, and, and I'm sure, I'm sure you can also tell when people are like talking, talk, and people are actually like putting in work. Yeah.
1: Us- usually, Absolutely. every every once in a while, someone will talk, you know, a big a big talk, and then a big, like, oh, damn, no, that's that's real. They can do that, and then ninety percent of the time, it's, oh no, that's not. The people are just talking.
0: Yeah. I mean, and also, you have been all over the country, and you've dealt with an eclectic mix of characters. So, so that's just... I I trust your word on that you know when someone's with the shits. Yeah. But nonetheless, this is John Scott. What's up? John runs the studio we're currently in. He owns the studio we're currently in, and he's also... I'll big you up. You ready? He's uh, top five. No, this isn't based on stats because I don't look at stats or data, but he's a top five audio engineer in the country. And little does everybody know, in Boston, he's the he's the biggest winner in the city. He literally is. I know there's tons of big artists, but this motherfucker is the biggest winner. I know everyone. Lo- it's not like glamorous to be an audio engineer, but if he w- if it was, he'd be probably the most famous dude in the city.
1: It's it's been a wild ride this year.
0: And he's this been up and down crazy shit. I think I kind of came in at the perfect time.
1: Yeah, I was like going right. I was going right out to LA. I saw you for like couple couple days, and I was gone for a month.
0: Yeah, it was it was crazy. Well, I, w- what had happened was we were bouncing around like three, four different spaces, and I was just so fucking fed up. I was like, yo, I have to find a place to like concretely. So, I your phone number's online. Yeah. Yeah, you're a sicko. What's wrong yeah. with you?
1: Yo, it's a it's a problem, but it, it like being able to text people when they call me is worth it. Like when someone's like, "Oh, this is your number," and I'm like, "Yep, this is my number."
0: No, but that. Imagine if I was just a creep. <laughs> that happens. So I called John. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm running a podcast. Um, it's growing really, really fast. Um, I would love to record in your space." You're like, okay, man, come by. No, you problem. said it was the number one podcast in Boston. Yeah, I wasn't lying because nope. there were no other podcasts yeah, in Boston. Fact. <laughs> um So I came. You're like, "Yeah, man, sounds like people fuck with you. You should come in." I came in through this door because i didn't know anything else and you were actually in a session here which i haven't even seen you in a session here since you're I was in a session yeah did, yeah like probably the only time and everyone like looked at me i was like hey uh i'm looking for john They're like oh yeah i forgot you were coming but you came around i go out there and i'm in like big big sales mode i'm like listen man just let me do this i'll get tons of artists in here we'll keep it cycling do our thing you're like okay man no problem see you tomorrow i broke that yeah quick and then i was fucking so nervous because i was like all right man he's like give me this great opportunity like i gotta make sure i execute on it i the first kid i was supposed to have up here didn't come so i actually hit up why try Do you remember why try the, yeah. the leopard print i hit him up I, and he worked at the middle east i was like fuck
1: with him he came we fucked with that track
0: he's gonna come back and he's got a show coming up he wants to invite you to sorry for blowing your cover man um he was like yeah man He was like are there is there anyone like that's like making big moves in the scene that i can try to get to my show i was like yeah Brian, you just go by the studio ask john um but i got why I try over here then we actually ran the first one in the we ran a couple in the the tight little red room yeah
1: tried a cool look it's, but it's so small. tight just so too tight small.
0: and then uh then yeah man i've probably been on your ass a bunch just like texting you non-stop but
1: you're in the studio group chat
0: I'm a I'm a part of the family it's, it's now. It's official. Man. It, it, I still, I still get it. locked out in the morning. Yep. But we still I still come on in. I get the work done. I do work. And we're here. But I think more than anything that I picked up when we have just talked a bunch is like, yo, you really fucking dogged this place. And if there's anything we can get out of it, I want you to at least be completely transparent about how this started in what it fucking took to get where you're at because there's no glamour in it It was like a bunch of bullshit
1: yeah all right so basically i'll start from the very very beginning. first off
0: you are now 29
1: i'm 29 <laughs> my first interaction with the studio was when i was 19 or 20 19 about <laughs> to turn 20 i was in a band called the jamie alamorad band uh there they were a northeastern band i was at berkeley played guitar we did a battle of the bands in worcester uh that somehow we won we definitely weren't the best band but we got studio time at time bomb studios which is where we are now um this this was formerly known as time bomb i think yeah nine years ago right now um nine ten years ago and uh david ran the studio then he saw that i could do pro tools and stuff because i came in you know recorded my own guitars because we were running low on time did a bunch of other
0: like editing uh did it look like this when you initially come in no
1: it it definitely was different. The room layout was similar. There was no window, and there was no hall, so you had to kind of go through this the, whole space. But to the get A room was the, still there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, uh, the A room was there, but it was, like, vomit green. It was, like, yuck. Super, super green. Like, for green screen, green.
0: And if you guys on Instagram now, you've probably seen a bunch of these clips and, like, other artists in here. that's known for, like, the red and purple walls. Yeah. So that was something you – adopted afterwards yeah
1: no we i mean we experimented with a bunch of we've i've yeah i've done so many things over and uh, you know redone them again uh it was like yellow and orange and red and the yellow looked terrible and so then we did red and red and purple but um yeah the colors have changed changed quite a bit so I'm, i feel the red's always kind of been here though right? yeah no the red has been like the the, the only the the only <laughs> stable color yeah
0: So you're, so you're like twenty years old. So I'm twenty years old.
1: I'm an intern. After he, you know, fucks with me because I can do some of my own recording with my band, Uh, start helping him out. He asked me to um, move in with him and the studio manager and the studio assistant, and so we lived together for a year. And then, uh, no, at a place like an apartment, just like walking distance, which was awesome. Um, You're going to to Berkeley. Still going to school. Still doing this, but then I got fired. Uh, for some bullshit uh <laughs> why what happened he was he was overworked and couldn't remember that i told him i wasn't coming in the next day and then like 8 p.m the next day g- called me and was like yo where were you and i was like i told you i wasn't coming and, in and
0: what were you doing at the time you were just engineering
1: uh yeah just being like an assistant engineer so right. helping more than being like the but like, like an intern leader. you'd have now yeah, like my assistant Josh. Okay. Now, like the number two. Okay, so you're like his little prodigy. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Like learning and trying to do everything to like you know help his hands when he was working too much. And, and was
0: he? And he was good at. He was very good.
1: No, Dave, David's super talented and uh, could mix his ass off. Mm-hmm. Worked with a lot of punk bands. Worked with a lot of metal bands. Got to learn all that shit. Like, that's so th- where I got my chops up.
0: So this is what like, 2011. 2010
1: and then 2011 I'm Way away big. from I'm away from the studio 2012 I get the call saying Well, what,
0: what what's what's 2011? You're 2011 you 2011
1: is just when I'm in school but not an intern um just fucking like around being a college kid just being a college kid just back to normal um and then uh David called me and said he was he was uh quitting the studio and big Hollywood John watch out it was it was an MA though I thought it was Atlanta. Um, <laughs> then I might have had to pick up. Uh, <laughs> so big Hollywood. So David calls me and says that he's, uh, you know, going back to New York, and if does it, do I want to start a studio? And I, I'm like, yeah, I, I do. You're 21. I'm 21 at the time. Um, no, I'm 22. But uh, either way, I asked my brother what I should do. He said I shouldn't do it because. I, you know, ha- like just of how much money I have to make just to break
0: even every month. Wait, so, um, so, so sorry. So Dave saying like, hey, I'm giving up the studio. Yeah. I want to give it to someone I think that's could actually take care of it. Yeah. And
1: or he was, you know, trying to sell some of the soundproofing that was inside that he was going to take with yeah. him otherwise was dave big and desperate man you know, he tried to
0: flip it on a 21 year old kid uh,
1: i mean he, he, so he knew that i you know i had my dad paying for school and stuff and that if anyone was going to help me start the studio it would be him um so that's oh so he was aware of your relationship with your pops yeah okay yeah definitely um so then i talked to my brother he said i shouldn't do it older brother talked to some other people and you know just got like mixed feedback but i was pretty motivated um to, to do something big I was trying to You know Went back my girl And figure out What to do with A music degree You know Which I was working on getting Which is so, like So you were in a point Where you were pointless. like
0: You are confused as fuck right I'm
1: still on right Yeah Yeah okay No okay. Um, So you were like Fuck Yeah it was definitely like a, This is a big fucking Fork in the road decision Because I'd have to drop out of school To do it
0: Mm-hmm. Um but and I eventually is, sorry, decided one more to. Time. This it. is your wifey from Phoenix. Yep, and your current wife. This is my current wife. Look at yeah. that Hollywood story, man. Huh? Yep, that's crazy. No,
1: but at the time, we weren't. We were broken up. We weren't together. Okay. Um, but we we still talk and stuff. Uh, we we're still in love. It was just uh, long distance and shit figuring. Oh, she
0: was still in Arizona, and you were in Boston. She,
1: uh, she was in uh, Tucson, Arizona, and then uh, Louisiana, and then Texas. So.
0: Yeah, so you're opposite sides of the it. country.
1: Yep. thousand miles away. But we, we ev- eventually, you know, made it work. So once I had the got studio... You can look close. He's, yeah.
0: he's got a ring on the finger, man. Yep. Um, also married, mad young. We'll talk about that after the, the I right, s- 25. The saga. <laughs> How old are you, bro? i uh, 24. Imagine getting married right now. Holy shit. Oh, you're thinking about it? You're sick. You're both sick. I've been there. I've been there. I'm not going to lie. I've been there.
1: You're both sick. I saw that. I saw that, I was like, you don't have a sympathizer with him. Oh my god.
0: That was dope. Um, okay, so you're twenty-one. Dave is like, Yo man, I need some bread, bro. He says, Hey, young John, you did not look like this at the time, right? No. You were bigger? A little bit. Also, another crazy fact about John, he's like, Yeah, man, you met me um about seven months ago. I was fifty pounds heavier. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> nope, this guy's
1: nuts. <laughs> Yep, quit drinking and lost 50 pounds in, like, nine months.
0: You clean the diet up? I was going to say, I seen you you eat Taco Bell and McDonald's. Okay. Everything else is the same. So you, all right, so, yeah, continue. You're 21, studios in the
1: hands. So, yeah, I I start the studio, uh, you know, I have to finish school, so there's, like, a month of overlap, and then I'm going to visit, you know, my girl Caitlin in Louisiana and trying to, you know, get back together with her. So I have a couple things going on that summer. We tear down all the walls, you know, put in all of the insulation. It's every day 9 a.m. Like as soon as the sun's up, we're we're at the studio working, uh, and then we work until like you know your arms are so tired that you can't do it. You have insulation in your eyes. You're itching every day. It's like the most like if if you ever interview Max again, ask him about how hard it was to do this room. I was it, here almost, for it, yeah. it almost drove him crazy. Like, I regret having him do so much of it because it was too, it's like, it gets to people, especially the insulation. What walls did you rip down? Every single, every single one. So every single one, except once you get past, you know, this outer wall, the red wall, and then the, not the walls inside my room, but all the other ones. So So there were a bunch of walls in here and shit. This one, the next one, the hallway one. All of them didn't have the right type of soundproofing.
0: So you were on some shit where you were like, I, w- I need to rip this all down, then build it back up, kind of? Yeah, because I had two
1: partners at the time who were going to do the studio with me, because I didn't think I could start a studio on my own. So I had Jose, and I had Phil. Uh, Phil is a great woodworker, and so he really, like, you know, we worked out a deal to where he could use the room for a while. Once we did build it, and he would, you know, help us do all of the, all of the construction and shit. So he was the lead man on that. Got it done real fast. We got it done in like two, three months. And then the studio was open in September. And it was dead empty. I was like. So you built it. Hand built everything. You didn't have a. Everything except for my room that's over there. You know. was Yeah, but you've also like put shit in there. We did did carpet in all the rooms. We did floors. We We did everything. Some of the stuff. Like the floors happened over time. Key got us the floors. Shout out to Key um and that i think that was in like 2013 uh so it's like everything's been incremental these these floors happened in 2014 but there was carp- new carpet before that um
0: and if you guys come in here um which i recommend you do obligatory plug which i make in every podcast i know you probably don't have time to watch them all but i say hey man you come in here with awful music you'll leave with good music you come in here with great music you'll leave on the charts
1: <laughs> facts
0: marketing um, you'll see the, the studio is definitely like you can tell it was like hand built and makeshift, which is like I think I, I kind of think it's part of the appeal of the space.
1: Yeah, it makes it it's, it's, it's got a little bit of vibe to it, it's classic. Um, and there's there's definitely some things that you're like, yeah, something's like John lean, lean in every once in a while, but we try to level it off as best we can. It's just trying to be appealing to the eye.
0: John's also OCD about the space, yeah, a little bit. I, I told John, tell us in the comments if. I think you should get a decal sticker right there. Put a vote. Put a vote. On don't, the, don't you on think the so? Every video that, mind you, you know, I'm putting out videos like five times a week. There's, we just put a f- at Phoenix Down decal sticker right there. So every single,
1: or we could just put like a, get, you know, get a little bit bigger TV. Just put like an animation with some of the hypnotism shit, so people just like have to come to Phoenix Down.
0: Oh. Know uh, need people
1: to do that? Oh. You know? Likes the subliminals.
0: Oh. oh. This guy's a genius we
1: I just do non subliminals, Phoenix down. Come to Phoenix Down. That's the way to do
0: it. Yeah. I'm wearing this every episode. Man. Yeah. What's the opposite of a subliminal? Um in your face, punch yeah. you in the mouth. There you go. Nice, nice. Punch you in the mouth. Alright, so you are now twenty one. You win you win your shorty back by this point? Uh
1: so once I started the studio, that was in September, me and my wife got back together that December. So, it was about, you know, less less than a year after starting the studio, which was, which was amazing. Cause it was a struggle. Um, Without her. Definitely. Like, she came, and I had a band come, so I really got to, like, show her, you know, the best of what it is to work at a studio, and, like, why I love it, and... You know, working with people is so much fun, especially bands, it's like such a funny dynamic and all of them are oh, so cool. and there's chaos left right, it's always going on. Yeah, and people are always like, you know, like they're just telling you dirt about other people that you're like you're like yo, you're you need to like have them like redo this. It's like you oh you yeah. don't want to do it, but you're gonna make it. Yeah, win. you pick up on a bunch here. Yeah, it's really funny.
0: Um actually before we fast forward, just note he built this studio with his own hands, with two partners completely on his own
1: we went to home depot got the we didn't pay anybody to do any
0: construction with no we installed
1: this window ourselves like holding the thing praying to god we didn't like cut our fingers when we were moving and like
0: shit. out of just like i mean you must have been a hopeful fucking You're like you know i'm gonna build this studio up
1: i'm a risk taker
0: oh for sure impulse the best i think you make the best decision on impulse don't you yeah 100 oh, no, th- percent.
1: I just think of like what it could be versus like what it would feel like to have said no to that opportunity and be like wondering about it for a long time. Especially something like this where it's like no one's ever going to be like, "Yo, John, do you want to take over my studio?" That's a once, literally a once in a lifetime call. Like no one's that's not going to happen again. I'm not expecting that call. Well, it paid off, man. Yeah.
0: And so first,
1: yeah, first two years though, n- very very little money it took took a long time to get to the point where you know i was even like when uh me and my fiance at the time caitlin were like talking about where we were going to live it was i was going to move to texas because the studio wasn't doing well enough uh and then i was going to shut it down uh january 2015 uh got some money from my grandma for christmas it was like a it was like thousand dollars more than i expected having at the time and it was and just starting enough. a business that's a big deal yeah it was but just enough to pay rent so like to cut like i had enough saved up from the last month that i made and my dad was telling me to take that money and like you know put down a down payment on an apartment give my landlord notice
0: so you were living and here at the time
1: no uh, i had a spot a, a little bit of ways uh, that my friend was letting me sublet but um so super it, super cheap like $300 a month I think he'd let it, me it
0: didn't anything. dawn you to sleep here though in the stew
1: I mean there's just so many nights where you sleep here anyway because you're just working so much
0: oh yeah okay wait so you fast forwarded too much so it's December I'm saying what t- t- 2011 the,
1: yeah no the, it's December uh, your wife
0: 2012
1: gets back with you. uh 20 thir- that's 2012 okay and then uh 20 uh think no 2014 or 2015 um that january i'm about to close the studio but don't want to give my landlord notice don't want to move all my stuff out it'd be such a pain in the ass so what was it like were were you so much physical stuff to move
0: so at the start how were you marketing the business like hey man i just got this brand new studio
1: i was afraid to go out and just like meet people all the time i was not like waiting for people to come to me but we had done a bunch of other stuff and i had people who were like distributing you know like flyers Fly. and stuff and we were marketing more to bands um it just so happened that like somebody somebody found a a flyer or like a forum post or something seth uh shout out to seth you know first first of the seth. first literally like you know one of the guys who started it for me he introduced me to uh, Mo, who introduced me to a bunch of other people like Lex. And these are clients. These are like f- day one clients, especially my hip hop like clients. Shout out to Lex. And so like Mo. once they were like, yo, you have like you have a fucking dope studio, and to me it it, it wasn't because there was so much improvement to be done, but mm-hmm. like they'd been recording out of like home studios, and so it was a, definitely a big upgrade for them sound wise and space wise, and so they slowly introduced me to clientele who like a lot of people didn't want to share it with people because they wanted to keep it for themselves. But then I was telling people like, yo, I'm going to quit. Like the studio is going to be closing down. If I don't get more business, so, like if you've been holding back on telling people like now's the time to stop.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I know what you're saying. So people are like, Oh, this is a little gem of a spot. We don't want it to get too popular type thing. Yeah. And, and was it a gem because of the, the appeal of the space? Or were your en- was your engineering kicked By there? By that
1: point, my engineering was was pretty good. So stuff was sounding good. Okay. Um, it took a couple of years for that to happen. Like, the very first project I did here sounded sounded pretty good. And then, because the band was so good. Uh, but then, after that, it, t- it really took... It was a struggle. Like, Berkeley taught me how to... You know, what I was going to learn. But it wasn't enough to actually, you know master any of that stuff you have to go through the hours
0: I think one thing Berkeley probably didn't teach you is like how to and it kind of sounds like your dad probably had some sort of did some sort of business right um
1: he has a st- uh, structural engineering firm okay so does, he has so know, he has a sense a business sense
0: yeah it, I'm, I doubt Berkeley taught you how to operate a business they teach you how to make the music but they're not going to teach don't you
1: don't teach you how to deal with clients usually
0: that and that's a kind of would you say 30 40 percent of the equation
1: if not a little bit more
0: like as running a business it might be 50 percent more man yeah if you can do a people but i I, I think
1: i think i could still be pretty pretty busy and make you know great money and have very very little business sense like if i just what's because
0: your craft is so good at this point like yeah.
1: if i were to quit all the business sense stuff and you know not clean and not do any of the other stuff that makes it professional i i could still clean up but you can't get those next level you can't get you can't get you, you can't get dope people to come in here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> john john doesn't want to say anything but i was here the other night and around the corner and max was like yo bro snoop Dogg is coming to the studio tonight
1: no, it happened for real. Sick
0: man. <laughs> so and we sick. thought he was
1: coming at like four o'clock, and they didn't come. And We're like, all right, yeah. But and and we get the the call all the time that you know somebody somebody yeah. big's coming, but a lot of times it doesn't happen mm-hmm. because you know people have different schedules or you know whatever comes up. Um, people who are saying that you know someone's coming don't even haven't even contacted the person. They're just like you know praying and hoping mm-hmm. and you know playing their cards.
0: That's one thing you told me when I when it actually started, mind you. I'd come from like a background where I did everything on my own. Yeah. Wasn't really like this with people. I mean, I was doing shows and stuff in concerts, but you were like, yeah, bro. If money isn't bound into the equation, you you said until I rose my price, people were more accountable. Yeah. That's real shit.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like you get people who care more and who are more serious because they respect their time even more. John's they, referring to
0: his hourly rate. Yeah, like the the
1: clientele that uh, the clientele change that happened when I increased my rates was like I thought that I would be getting some people who were like. More willing to, I was worried about you know getting people who were just like going to waste their money, but had a bunch of money to spend, and it it really wasn't that. It's not, it wasn't different in how much money people had. It was how it was how committed people were. Yeah, because if you're really willing to work for this shit and you smoke weed and you spend forty dollars every couple days on a bag, Mm -hmm. you can get studio time every week. I know. If you change your habits a little bit, if there's, if it's Uh, not weed expensive, yeah, weed's so pricey. I Hate that shit.
0: It's, I know and also like I think there's there's a sense and I, I want to make sure I get back to you t- counting the whole story but there's also a sense like oh yo I'm working with John and this isn't even a dick swing for you but like I better make sure that I utilize all my time in the studio
1: it's definitely been more of that since I've worked with Jeezy and been on Billboard and had some like big credits um, my fault just, uh, you're good. Uh, before that People were excited because of the, the space and maybe they had heard of me, but it wasn't, um, I didn't have any clout, as you would say. You know? Clout? Like, like, now people want to take pictures with me, and that's weird. That's a little weird. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why do you want to take I pictures? I can only right? imagine. That's cool. Wait till I tell my cousin I met you. Say again. <laughs> Wait till I tell my cousin I met
0: you. Why he oh, loves yeah. it? He loves Jeezy? What?
1: What? Yeah. Fire. It's yeah, sick. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how, like, connected, you know, cheesy and some other artists that i've i've worked with are with certain people in certain parts of their life that when they find out that you know i've they have like questions and they just want to know certain things and it's like oh wow like people are invested in like art and culture and knowing and having like you know these (laughs) these like that's not really
0: it though it's people love attention
1: that too but like a lot of these people that i'm talking about like are like more of like even my sister's age where they're like 10 years seven years older than me and you know uh, they, they've they been to the concerts and stuff and they're not like they're not one of my clients you know yeah. what I mean it's like I have something You're talking like
0: an old white chick kind of like a middle aged white woman
1: Def, I mean, like, yeah. definitely has happened. Where like, I'll that'll just be like a conversation. Topic. And they'll have, they'll have like a story about you know being in high school and you know having some some one of their friends getting kicked out of school or like a bunch of people going to the principal's office for wearing a cheesy shirt. Like, well, he's been around though too. Yeah, you feel me? so many people have told me that story that they got kicked out of school or that they went to the first day of school wearing a cheesy shirt on just started the bus, tra- and then the kid on the bus was like, "Yo, you gotta flip your shirt inside out, like before you get out." Like I'm telling you, that's because trap was in so. One like, of them got sent to the principal office wearing a Juicy shirt and he was like thanks bro they were friends for the rest of their life (laughs)
0: that's hilarious well that's because trap was so like um controversial at the time right yeah was it so icy that was like the gucci and
1: it was just just all the cocaine analogies you know yeah
0: it's crazy yeah um okay so you're uh so mind you you're at the point now what what, what's like your day-to-day like when you're dogging it and i know probably at the time you're like, like w- w- when when I'm when the the one year two year loop period where the are it's starting up your business is starting i want you to be like very specific what's speci- my day to day i want you to be specific about like what you were doing every day cuz there are people in the grind right now that are going through some bullshit that there's you know there's Yo, grass okay, on the other so side okay so i'm going
1: to be real i'm going to be real the grind if i if i knew how to grind marketing myself in the beginning Like I did know how to grind just doing something that need to get done, like moving a pile of wood somewhere, nailing something and drilling stuff in. That kind of work where it's just like there's a lot of it, but I know exactly what it is to do. I was willing to do it and knew what it was. The other the other stuff caused me paralysis. Like I would wake up and just not know what to do. I'd be stuck. I would just like I would pray that my clients that did schedule didn't come in. Because for whatever reason and because sometimes they wouldn't and then the anxiety is like, oh, are they going to come in? Are they not going to come in? I would just like you like, didn't want look. them to come sometimes like backwards thinking like I remember thinking that like and now I think I want that sometimes. But for totally different reasons, because I'm working so much, busy. I need a
0: break. Yeah.
1: Like now when a client doesn't show up and they've paid, it's like a, S- a, that's free money and I get a break.
0: Yeah. So you were big anxious for that. Yeah. Like, I can only
1: imagine, bro. Cause it was, it was so much money every month. My dad was helping me with it. We had a timeline of like 18 months that he was going to help me with rent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was it. And I thought, and the other two engineers kind of bailed on me. Um, Jose was posting stuff on me online, uh, all the time, like, like on Craigslist and stuff. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure I got some people, uh, mm-hmm. through that, that I didn't even, you know, know about, but, uh, none of us just got clients right away so that we could you know make money and have both rooms working it was really dead mm-hmm. uh it was the slow build like the seth coming in and then you know meeting some people meeting make and cam who introduced me to geo that introduced me to millie's that introduced me to you know it's a tree like i've always wanted to go back and make the tree of like how i met each of my 500 clients like mm-hmm. where they f- fall in line and then like people could argue about like no bro i fucking introduced you to you know what mm-hmm. i mean like cuz there is a pattern and it it isn't from a lot of people like people are connected in this city especially in like the hip hop stuff so like you you can't go more than, like, three people. It's three a very degrees. small community. You can't go past three degrees out and not cover everybody, mm-hmm. not cover every single hip-hop artist.
0: I know. And what's what's crazy is I learned that after the show, the show started because yeah. now I realize, wow, like, I'm, like, real connected to, like, all these different pockets of people. Dude, I'm realizing that, too, because, like, people that
1: I – like, I thought I knew everybody in the city because I work with everybody in the city, it seems like to me. And then you work, you've brought in so many people – That I've never worked with, and I've heard some dope music from, and I'm like, holy shit, I haven't even touched the surface, maybe.
0: Well, no. No, you definitely touched the surface. No, maybe I've touched the surface, Uh, but I haven't gotten it all. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Power, money, respect. Yeah, all of it. Just,
1: dude, making the whole city sound great would put the city on. People would be like, why is Boston's music just all sound good? That would be...
0: That's a John Scott
1: mix, dude. Dude, that's a dream.
0: Um... Okay, so you're now like 23, 22, 23. Studio is barely functioning. Yeah. And you're just like... it's, it's You're smoking, it's, it's you're smoking functi- a ton of weed, you're drinking a lot. At, like,
1: like, yeah, a little bit, but yeah. it's functioning at like 33%, I would say, at that point. You a know? couple clients, maybe a night? Uh, Probably, cl- probably a client every day still uh at that point if i was lucky maybe some days where there was two and then a great day would be a day where there was three but a session could be one hour two hours or three hours four hours usually tops so you must working probably like six three to six hours of you know of the studio a day
0: and these are not the no offense to them the clientele you have now these are like local acts type thing right that Definitely. They just want their music mixed.
1: Yeah, it it wasn't my first break with someone uh, bigger was, uh, I did Crazy Bones album and that came out in 2015.
0: That I, was that I was just heard Crazy buy. Bone for the first time because he did some beef online. Oh really? Like right. It but is? you've heard of Bone Thugs and Harmony. Of course, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Which how did that happen?
1: Uh, he came came into town. I got the call. It was after actually. I take that back. My first break was with Lil Chucky. <laughs> I worked I worked Little with Little Chucky. Chucky and then because Little Chucky was here some people came through to give him some clothes and shit. Key came, I met uh Key with the exclamation actually, point. Actually Key didn't Key came and dropped off some shoes, but I think it was through Scoot. Uh Scoot uh young scooter. Yeah, so uh I don't know if it's young scooter.
0: Uh so a different person.
1: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a different person. It's like uh Scoot does like video production. Right. So he was doing some video stuff for the the artist that had booked Lil Chucky as the feature. Lil Chucky heard what I could do, then his manager was like, Yo, can Lil Chucky get some free studio time for like a week? And I was like, Yeah. So we did I did his shit for a week. That was a great experience. It was like definitely a level up in terms of like
0: For free. You did it for free,
1: right? Yep. I did the first ones for free. kids. Listen, yeah, d- whatever is opportunity. Take, not always tied to the bag, man. Totally, totally not because like you get clients from clients. I look at one client as my next five. So a big client is like the next 50, mm-hmm. you know, if anything.
0: Well, I'm sure it probably equated when you
1: started doing the cheesy work for De- sure. Definitely. It worked like that. Um, but even with the little, ch- little Chucky, some stuff, it, it was high quality enough and had, w- had more streams and it had, uh, real features like when it when it was on the breakfast club like or it wasn't on the breakfast club but it was on Sway in the morning so like that so was you felt connected
0: like big industry at that point
1: that was the first time my stuff had gotten played on you know a radio a radio show like that I think that was 20 I think that was 2015 uh, or no I think that was 2014 and then Crazy Bone was 2015
0: so there was a solid like year and a half where no what at the end of the tunnel type thing
1: at the very beginning, no light, some light towards the middle, but even... like What were, like,
0: the little breaks where you're like, okay, this might be working?
1: Um, when I made... So, th- really, it all comes down to when I was about to close. Because <laughs> I, was, I was... I had enough money to where I could get a down payment on the apartment, or I could pay rent, and I decided to pay rent because I didn't want to move all the stuff out. and that, And I'd rather just, like, go totally broke than play it safe for one more month because crash direct, and burn i would rather cra- i would ship. rather crash and burn than than move all the stuff out. Mm-hmm. i just did not want to do that um made only lost 500 dollars that january so i still had enough to pay uh rent because i had that i had that thousand dollars then february that year didn't lose any money and then march was the first time that i made i made 500 dollars so that was the, wow. that that was that was the progression that's and what
0: month like 15 month 16
1: yeah, uh yep um, b- basically it was uh my dad had set up 18 months and we were at 18 in november so it was like month 19 20 21 so so, so it was right after my dad had cut me off. So maybe that was the biggest push. It was like just having to pay for everything myself, no matter what, meant that I was just like not. I definitely smoked a lot less. Definitely, mm-hmm. you know, didn't buy any. would try to have people, you know, mooch off people if they brought something and wait. Right. Like, you I think it a, little, that's a good you, motivation. You felt too. like you
0: were getting a little smarter every month with how to operate it, uh,
1: especially after. The pressure was on like that especially when I was thinking I was going to be moving to Texas and I was like just desperately like how do I how do I fix this situation how do I make it so that I can convince Caitlin to, to, that this is going to work and it wasn't looking like it was, it was going to be worth it so it was tough and then it showed a little bit of an uptick and I had you know enough money and enough growth to show like some projections and we did five year projections on it and then we looked at year five, and year five was the first year where the projections showed that we would make, like, $10,000 more than if we stayed in Texas where Caitlin had a scholarship and a job that was paying her good money and, like, you know, all this other shit. So it was it was a calculated decision, but we hit those five-year projections in, like, year two. Yeah. So, like, now we're, we're like, way Dope. beyond Dope. the projections.
0: Um, How much at the... So one thing I w- just want to make a note of is, so John was effectively running a failing business for nearly two years.
1: Yeah. And I didn't know at the time, but it takes, it takes business it like
0: five years sometimes.
1: Yeah. But two years is like the average for, um, when you start making a profit. Well, and my dad didn't know that either. That's why when you were asking me the question before about like my, my dad is not business savvy. He's an, oh. he's a engineer you
0: know oh so he's a he's a computer guy
1: no he's a he's science a, math guy pa- paper on huge drawings guy oh word okay yeah like like a stru- structural engineer word he he would have been an architect but he wasn't very good
0: at drawing yeah <laughs> um his so words. that uh so just just note like he was kind of in society's eyes at the time like, you would have been deemed as a loser. And now he's a big winner. Big winner. Because of hope.
1: Yeah. I don't like the w- winner c- now that Trump uses it all the time. Winning. Yeah. Win- oh, yeah. That's the worst. Winning. The wins are
0: dope, though. Yeah, wins are dope. The wins are huge. <laughs> no, and getting the bag is dope, too. And the bag seeing, is sick. Yeah.
1: Seeing hard work pay off feels amazing. And it didn't happen like you thought it would, right? No. Uh, definitely, it definitely didn't. Not when the turnaround happened, but once... The, once I was here and my wife was going to school, then I knew what the plan was and that was to get someone big to see what I could do and to get out. Like to to be able to expand and like, you know, eventually live in LA or
0: So you Phoenix. were always fishing for like a big opportunity. I like just
1: that. know that Boston doesn't have right now at the least market. the infrastructure for the music industry to to be seen or to uh to just Build the credits that I would like I would have to literally break somebody from here to have it blow up, whereas in l a you could be an engineer studio and just so happen to have two three gold records that you could that you could get because you recorded them you know over the course of four months like you mm-hmm. might record a bunch of people and have a bunch of gold records but not actually have a bunch of skill or so the marketing is it's just a different there's game. no marketing. you're here. actually in the industry you can you can get some of the things that you know people seem to think show what your skill is like, the gold records and, and stuff. But I think the Charts. advantage was that owning my own studio meant that I was doing all of the work. I was doing all of the mixing. There weren't other engineers coming in that you know were doing the big shot stuff. It was all you. It was all me. So I got all the experience points, all the XP,
0: the XP, yeah, all the stats, yeah, the two K, oh. um. Yeah. Well, so it's just like interesting. You're not traditionally, you wouldn't be deemed as an entrepreneur, but you are, you know, you're like totally clear cut entrepreneur, right? Definitely. Now, now you realize it at the time. Did you realize like, I'm just just an engineer trying to run a studio type thing.
1: I read something that said like, if when you leave, you don't still make money. It's a job, not a business. And that really became apparent this last year. I took a hundred flights in the last year working with Jeezy. So I was out of the studio like almost two hundred days, um, like the majority of the year. I was gone. What project was it? Uh, it's TM One Hundred and Four. It's coming okay. coming out soon. Word. So Jeezy's doing free marketing for you, man. Hell yeah! <laughs> I do. Yo, Jeezy, I was on your <coughs> top top uh, top streaming list or something on Instagram. I was on the trending Jeezy. <laughs> Let's go! Yeah, it was fire. Let's go! I got my first thousand likes on a post.
0: Listen, man, life don't matter.
1: Dude, 1K, that 1K. I was like, "What happened to well, my? Oh, what was and it? What was like that, one what, Oh,
0: was that the Breakfast Club? Yeah. snippet. Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone sees that. See, have you some-
1: seen? Have you seen it? Though? Have you heard the story after it? No, I it's about saw that clip. me and my wife. It's about him getting like me and my wife like uh like a uh, car reservation and dope dinner and a hotel like, suite and shit. Like it was fire. Um, it's a dope story.
0: Well, yeah. One, I think one thing. Um, so how much how important was like your wife's approval in like kind of winning your shorty back to to your grind? Cuz I'm realizing now, I'm like damn, bro. Dudes are very inadvertently driven to impress women. Definitely. Like very subconsciously, but every dude is kind of driven by it.
1: Well, I mean, we had some like codependency issues and so like part of it was that I just needed to make sure that even if I didn't end up with my wife that I was okay, that I was doing something that I loved, that, you know, like, I was looking at it both ways, just in case, but I knew that I, like, this is what we were looking for in order for us to, like, you know, get back together. Something that, something that I could do on my own. Yeah, but you wanted to impress her like, at points, right? Absolutely that's great it's real shit though yeah Yeah, for sure no that was a big part and this i didn't have as big of dreams as this and the studio could very well without all of the work we like you know put into it be a lot less impressive or successful um but i when i was 14 and it just started music i just wanted you know when by the time i was like 40 i said to myself i want to be making enough money so i could have like Nice recording studio in my basement.
0: You beat it by like 15 years, man.
1: Yeah, and a way bigger setup. Dope. Yeah. So dope. Yeah, way bigger.
0: I, well, I just think there's a. I just didn't think you could make money
1: in music, and I think that's a lie. You can make big bags. You can make, you can do, there's so much money in entertainment. People pay so much. People pay $10 a month like they do for Netflix. Like, that's enough over time. Like, people are back to spending money. Like, it's, it, i hope I think some of the p- prices on streaming services could come up if it means that artists will make a a more fair wage per stream. why wow, you th- think they're getting cheated right now? yeah mm-hmm. I think it needs to i think it needs to be a little bit more. They but. just
0: don't know how to calculate like a physical to a they probably do they're just saying they don't,
1: but physicals don't exist anymore music was never really physical. i know but what, what i'm saying is that was that
0: was the that was the math behind it. One physical is X-mount. You know what
1: no. I'm saying? And I still think they have to do that math because they're, it's always going to equate if people are selling, especially now vinyls and tapes are popular.
0: Well, I think one thing people don't also get, and you could probably speak on this too, is like I get, I totally get that the artist has the right to the creative side of everything. But publicists and marketing teams Putting crazy fucking work for artists. Yeah, it's not just like they're sitting on their ass and they're just eating. No, they're they're building artists up. Yeah, I mean you see that firsthand, right? I definitely
1: have seen it. I think that uh, some people feel like it's easier for them to be predatory because a lot of times it's long distance and it's based on connections and stuff that you know that they literally couldn't do. And it seems like some of it's like an email, but that's just what it looks like on the inside of like anything that someone really doesn't do it like people sometimes will ask me they're like so what are you really doing like someone who's like literally doesn't even record has no idea they'll be like it looks like you're just pressing buttons i'm like that's all i
0: do that's like literally that's job.
1: literally the only thing you can do on a computer i can move the mouse and i can press buttons
0: well that was one thing you said But I'm that's
1: not that simple like that is that quite, is the, quite oh, clearly click, but, yeah, yeah. It's the, but it's like the best simplification of what i do that i've ever had. just click buttons
0: yeah, what did you say to me? You are like, yeah, um, you were like, my computer is my easel. W- it was no, it, the f- I the effect? I it, say, it, uh, is it my musical instrument? Oh, yeah, your computer's your instrument. Yeah. I've yeah. been saying that forever. Th- that's real shit because I think a lot of people think that engineers just like some just nerd who sits behind it. No, you've got to be creative in your definitely.
1: shit. And I definitely think I take it to a different level and try to make it into an art. And it's so much more fun that way. I encourage like, all I engineers to try to work while you're recording somebody mix, while you're recording somebody have have the mix done whilst, before someone leaves. Save yourself the headache of getting hit up 100 times. And you're you talking know, like,
0: like a, a fax dates.
1: Like. Yeah. People like my clients in the beginning. A lot of them uh, like th- I had one in particular. I won't put him on blast. He was an asshole. And fuck that dude. And he uh, almost punched me one time, but literally would just like be like I, I, like, I don't care. Like, I don't care how much time I booked. I want to leave with my track done. Like, I'm like, if you booked an hour and the track is, you know, four verses long, I can only make it i can only do so much but back then i really had the mindset from you know berkeley in part that you know you record and then you like you can set up you know a time and you mix but it doesn't have to be that way it never did it's hip-hop can happen so fast that you need to be able to keep up you need to be able to like influence the art by being able to be so fast that someone can you know say a line. Come up with the next line, and then you've done something cool to the line before. While he did that line, is inspired to do a different line for the third line. You
0: know, okay, like, yeah, that just blew my mind. Not following you whatsoever.
1: <laughs> That's engineers, good.
0: Yeah, okay, you're lying, bro. <laughs> um,
1: like when people are punching in nowadays, they're they're not they don't have like the whole thing
0: written. Why well, always see you doing shit? And there's like these little like lines going down and like
1: yeah, it's a bunch of lines in color. Like, well, for well,
0: you totally have a mind for it correct yeah do you always knew you had kind of a calculated like type mind
1: because um, you told
0: me you're adhd i'm like how the fuck you be adhd if you're literally dude,
1: s- it, it helps it helps because whenever i get distracted or have an idea i do it and i'm fast enough to That's be impulse. able to do both like i just have to be able to remember the one idea that i have and that i'm doing at any given moment and keep it recording and then as soon as I'm done recording, it, I just keep doing my ideas and hope I don't get interrupted by people. And then when I Point stop having... Me. Point at me. And then when I stop... <laughs> no, no, my clients usually. Like, they'll be like, hey, I heard something. And I'm like, I heard that too. Stop.
0: like, No, I'll knock you out, dude. Yeah, no. It's,
1: yeah, some people have, have like a perfect sense of like, I don't think he's going to hear that. Let me give him like a note right now while it's happening. And other people want to feel like they're contributing and other people are anxious. The anxious people are the only ones that annoying me because i'm like bro i'm gonna take care of it like if you need to leave the room and take like, a deep breather you know like come back in five minutes and this track will sound good
0: yeah but what i'm saying is you and i have a different type of adhd you we what, what, what we can do once i finish editing everything you can go play through this video and you will see where my hands are and i'm like this and back and forth you're you've been sitting like this the whole time i do i just don't understand how you, how you think you have adhd if you're like totally calculated on the most specific little details. I have an Adderall. Oh, shout out to the sauce. Yeah, the, they're probably gonna make it illegal soon. I don't think so. Why you think that the business is too big?
1: No, I just think it helps a lot of people. I don't. I mean, if they made Vivance and Adderall illegal, it would have to be for a really good reason. Are you off
0: the Vivance or the Adderall? Adderall. You are You off the off the, uh, the blue Skittles or the orange Bombers? Uh, depends. Oh, you switch it up. Yeah. Oh, you're talking an ex-Adderall guy, but I have to go in an Adderall bout in, like, a week because I have all this scholastic stuff I can edit. It's crazy. Have you ever tried Adderall? When I was a kid by accident. Oh, really? <laughs> by accident? They, they drugged you? No, no, no. My brother had, he had, yeah. so he was prescribed it. And, uh, I was a kid. I didn't know what the fuck it was. And, um, I
1: remember you're like, one time I am saying, like, yo, I wouldn't stay up all night and eat one of these. And, I <laughs> cleaning it's, it's yeah
0: it, well it's crazy the drug it, it's like i i had to stop because i just was abusing it like classic abuse like i just would with the blue skittles i would just not stop because they're so small you're like oh i don't really think it's working and then you just like keep going you know what i'm saying terrible i know you have your prescription down
1: yeah i mean i i'm pretty consistent yeah and i can you know The other day, didn't take one, which was great. Do you feel out of it? That still worked for the day. Still couldn't sleep at night.
0: (laughs) Wait, did you feel out of it when you didn't take it?
1: I was uh, I took like a thirty-minute nap in the middle of the day, so I was I was groggy, but I wasn't like musically out of it or like. Well, I just mean like production and focus
0: wise. You didn't feel like no. I just
1: care so much about what I was working on that it was fine.
0: Yeah, so it was just like. Yeah. Do you ever think it's a placebo? Oh, it definitely happens. Part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, you feel more motivated to to work. I don't
1: think it's a placebo. I think part, like, I think the placebo effect influences it for sure because I'll feel it before it kicks in.
0: Well, I I would feel it most when I wouldn't eat because you're fasted. When you're fasted, you're naturally more alert and focused anyway. Does that happen to you? Yeah. Okay. So the studio. We've deviated a little bit. It's 2014. You get a break with someone in the industry. When does this place start to become more prevalent? Mind you, I saw um, a G.O.D. in Millie's video. They shot like right I out here. I was going to
1: say, that's that's when I was going to say.
0: That video? Yeah.
1: That's what I would put like. What's the name of the video? Legacy.
0: Yeah, they shot it right there. there. And
1: shout out to Fresh because Millie's hook on that. I didn't do that hook. I, I forget the song. And the hook sounds so fucking good. I don't know. it. No, it's a it's, uh, G.O.D. on the hook, but he did some effect to it that I like. Maybe if I listen to it today, having it be like years later, I feel like I could recreate it it. Fresh at the time, engineer. Yeah, another engineer, another um, uh, engineer, one of the good ones in the city. And I just could not figure it out at the time how, how we got it to sound like that. But it sounds fucking amazing.
0: Well, it didn't look like this in the video. No, there was like less clutter, I guess, but it just seemed empty
1: yeah no this is this but is it, definitely the, still like the wall was purple pre, though, right? this is pre you know 2.0 oh, pre- my fault. Uh, status oh, like with how much stuff is still in our live room but the way we had it set up before was like really like a band room where you have it like totally empty and i wasn't really feeling that either like we didn't even have like a
0: we maybe this we room was functional though
1: this room oh. this is fun. I've had a few different engineers here that I was running it out to and then I I uh I saw DJ Khaled's studio when I was in Miami with Jeezy and uh saw that he wasn't like he wasn't charging people for working there like it was his like you know functional spot um that he just had for connections and I that's what that's what uh, he's good at though. yeah things weren't like going well in the studio with who was running it um and the upkeep was terrible so i just wanted to level up get and more people in here and have control over this room again so that i could make
0: sure the quality of it was right that's some sort of partner you had right you sound it's like you guys deviated yeah
1: and i've had i mean i've i've had a f- four different people who've rented this room before mm-hmm. so
0: um. So that what when was that video? Fourteen, fifteen. Uh. Two
1: thousand. I want to say it's two thousand fourteen.
0: Word. And so then this space becomes more regular for most people around here.
1: Yeah, and I have this. I have this something in to Sound post. Labs. Yeah. The enemy. Yeah, <laughs> I have like more of a, you know, couple dope videos with some good play counts to point to. But really, it's a trend. Like, and once the work is good, people don't want to go somewhere else. Because whenever they do go somewhere else, it doesn't sound as good. And so then they're like, "Yo, I, I was with my boy and I went somewhere." Or they're like, "I couldn't get time with you, and so I tried to go somewhere else, and they fucked it up." And so like, client retention has been a really important thing. If quality is like really not important to you, then like I'm not necessary. So every once in a while, someone will just we won't
0: you you built this well you built this on i would say and if i'm being totally out of the woods here let me know but i think you totally built the prevalence of the studio mostly at the start at least just based on your skill as an engineer yeah you know he's a really really good engineer i've actually heard some shit some i've heard some of these raw tracks and obviously i won't corner anyone but then i hear the sauce and the sauce is poof. yeah it's like no. damn bro this should this sometimes it's, sounds it's, like sometimes it's this.
1: everything like without it it wouldn't be you know w- what it is like and it's it's something that the tools are there for everybody now so everything just has to sound good S- sound good like there's this underground sound cloud wave of stuff that sometimes i get jealous of because they get to do like stuff that doesn't sound good good but sounds so different and unique and cool and so like every once in a while we'll try to incorporate yeah so that, some, does, some of that, that doesn't piss you off when stuff. shit's like
0: not mixed
1: and it's like big no they're kids
0: but that's kind of a wave
1: i love that people are mixing their own stuff i admire it
0: what is it um some shit i heard recently i, I know like smoke perp used to what was it what was the song d rose you ever heard it like t rose t rose t rose I could tell none of that show was mixed, but I was like, I guess there is an appeal that sounds like professional.
1: I think there's a candidness, like yeah, a, a less of a separation between the artist and the listener when like something is really, really raw. Like I think that's why people sometimes think their freestyles are better than their recordings because it's more authentic. It, because it it seems more impressive as the overall package. They're like, you know I freestyled this, even though I messed up a few lines, and the lines all together aren't like crazy impressive. It's impressive that I did this thing, and so it's like looking at something as a whole as opposed to trying to break down why it you know why each individual part is like so important or you know you're saying something's really good. It's just like what actually is the impact of something,
0: yeah, but there's also as you know, because it's your job, well-mixed music will always have a place. It's not like, I don't think it will ever so yeah,
1: I, I, I'm. So what I'm saying is more of like why I think people gravitate towards that at all, but the masses don't. The masses definitely do not gravitate towards that. Most people are listening to the music that's being marketed to them because they don't have time to be like, searching for music or that's just not their biggest passion so they you know kind of get what's fed to them through uh playlists that's right but playlists are so good that it's not like it's i'm saying that's a bad thing like people can put on music and usually what people are playing is better than it used to be it's not just like the 10 songs that you know your friend really is addicted Mm -hmm. to it's like a curated experience of like a vibe of a certain years or like, you know, right
0: now. So I think one thing is I have a lot of white friends. Hold on. I got it. Cause the,
1: before what I was saying about the freestyles and how they, you know, someone thinks that I think what I meant to clarify is that they, people think that they sound better doing that, but people don't know it's a freestyle when you just put out music. You know what I mean? It's,
0: Oh 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 I know you You know mean. what
1: I mean? I was talking about why people believe that. But I think the way more and like if you really want to have something be of quality and have it you Get know away, sound, yeah, yeah. It, it's got to be good on all fronts. Like so it, can't, it can't too. just be a, a shitty recording and be have no care put into it. I think some of the people who don't know what they're mixing and will do something like a little awkward but you can tell they're really still trying. Like, even X's stuff has some like rawness to it that I'm like, oh, they could have compressed the vocals more. Or they way over compressed the vocals. You can tell they're, like, figuring shit out. But they, they, but
0: they mean, care and they love it and they're trying to do cool shit. That was part of his appeal, too, was he was so, like, connected to the kids and shit. Um, when. How did. Okay, Studios developed, right? Cool. You, you got your place in Boston. How did you get linked with Jeezy? How, and how did you start becoming like a prevalent engineer in industry wise Shout
1: out to E double um so DJ E double from Jammin'.
0: Mm. uh really nice dude uh so
1: DJ Folk uh the ANR for GZ at the time hit up E double asking for a recommendation for a studio because they were coming through for the tour said the, that we were the, the only, Garden House of Blues uh House of Blues I think uh and he said that we were the only spot to go to then Jeezy's manager Brittany gave me a call, uh, asked, said it was for a big client, asked if I had any time Tuesday. I said I was booked out for two weeks, and then she was like, "Okay, thanks, bye." And I was like, "But I was like, who's the client?" And then she was like, "It's a Young Jeezy," and I was like, "Oh, okay, let me call you right back." So I called my clients, canceled on them, told them you know what was going on. Everyone was cool, um, and then called her back. What year, what year is this? This is two thousand
0: seventeen.
1: Okay. Word. Right. Yeah. Is it yeah, it's just two thousand nineteen, yeah. Yep, that's two thousand seventeen. Uh G Z uh comes to the studio after, you know, we, we do our normal things super clean, get we found out all the shit that he likes for his, on it that's like on his rider, all the snacks and drinks and, you know, beverage like Oh, so you were all ready the to whole go. we did a whole foods trip, we did the liquor store trip, we did everything. Um oh, so
0: you were fucking like, all right, yeah, this is the one. Yeah,
1: I probably put in I probably put like two fifty into it. Oh yeah. Just it was worth it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely paid off.
0: So what, you like clean the whole studio. Yep. I saw you do that with Snoop too. Yep,
1: we do that every time someone becomes. It's just yeah. like, and we really just need to finish the renovations that we're doing so that there's, there's no shit outside. That there's just nothing that needs to be moved and then you know cleaned under. Yeah. Know. But um, eventually this room's this room's uh, a beacon of hope. hundred percent. We'll com- it we'll looks be beautiful yeah yeah it's it's nice being in here so then Jeezy shows up we do t- the first track just trash well
0: you say hey what's up man I'm John
1: yep he's he's Jeezy so yeah I, he doesn't say his name he's like what's up <laughs> and uh, you we know do, the deal we do, we do the first track it's terrible I did a horrible job um I just couldn't understand what he was saying and you were anxious and I was nervous um and maybe I'm overhyping how b- how bad it was, but we didn't use it, so it wasn't it wasn't great. Uh, one thing he said, he'd be like, uh, he'd be like, "Give it to me clean," and I'm like, "What? I'd be like, what do you want? And he'd be like, give me to clean. Give it to me clean."
0: Was it just me raw vocals?
1: And yeah, he just be like take everything off and let me do it all over again, like from sh- from scratch. And I was like, oh, okay. And then another one was like, he'd be like, "Give me a second. And I would just wait. And he'd be like, yo, and I'd be like, what, do you, I don't know what you want me to do. He'd be like, give me a second layer. And I was uh, like, "Oh," <laughs> I was like, I, was, I don't know how I was supposed to know. And that, that means like an ad lib Like right? he's trying to do like a double. Yeah. Um, so like once we figured out, once I figured out the language that he was, he was using, um, for, you know, dubs, ends, ad libs, hype, you know, all yeah, the different words people, people use. And people definitely all use different words and you just have to figure out what someone means. And then remember, especially for the next time you work with them. Um, everyone has different like preferences it's like a little thing you just like remember i should keep a folder but um then we did the second track it was dope did a third track or fourth track uh all all in one night all in one night he he was loving it uh then when he left he said that uh he said that was fucking dope um and his anr said asked me if i was available to do sessions in new york because he said he wanted me to go up there because you know they don't have like a reliable engineer You're like, up there. You like fuck either. yeah. And I was like, "Yes sir, I can do that." So they got That's me a dog ticket, got me a hotel, finally got like that was like my first taste of like the life of that. What what so they hotel? Oh you my out. god, such good experiences actually remembering that. So what they hotel with like a car service? Totally no, I didn't nice need hotel. a car, but like uh we I got a train up to New York, stayed at the hotel. He's
0: not taking trains now.
1: Uh I'm not. <laughs> um and we went to Quad Studio, we went to the engine room or the machine factory or something, one of those two.
0: And Th- so G Z was your first big client. Um or was there someone d- before it?
1: Crazy Bones album was out in Best Buy, but it definitely isn't Yeah. Okay. It's it's uh I didn't know if there, there was, was a stepping stone. There was there was an increase in, you know, the like day one numbers for mm-hmm. sure on, on
0: the albums if you compare them. Okay, word. So, you're now you're like kind of just bouncing around with Jeezy like, alright, he's here. So we did New
1: York. I killed it in New York. Did a bunch of mixes. Well, you were probably so ready for it. You're like, you're yeah. So amped, ready for it. Like, gun it. <laughs> if I had the hard drives I would have had like the whole thing mixed. Like
0: Well, yeah, but you was, were like...
1: They were testing me out. I was, I was you know, getting the
0: well, no, not that. I'm just saying, like, yo, you'd already been through so much fucking shit building this motherfucker. Dude, I
1: was so ready. I had been waiting for... I'd waited and, you know, been let down. Been very by patient. So many, by so many big artists, and I will not say any of their names right now. Very patient. Um, but, yeah, you just have to be. and you, It's not... Yeah, it's obviously not personal because they don't know me yet. Until someone gives me the shot, and once someone gives me the shot, everyone that I've worked with that's big has said that I've been... That I'm dope. To go. You know... Yeah, Snoop's manager called me and said I was the truth this morning. So I was I was super hyped. Hopefully we'll get to work some more.
0: Shout out Snoop. I'm good to meet you, man, but it'd be cool to meet you. Um, So I'm just I'm just trying to write it up as cinematic as I can. So you, like, dogged a studio, barely got by, scraped, smashed, bam. You sure he doesn't really fuck with you, kept building it, right? Then you build it into a semi- Prevalent studio in Boston. You're you're obviously a great engineer. The studio is not that prevalent. Then you get the the alley dunk from Jeezy, right? Which is, so this is like two years ago. And then you you'd say that's probably kind of a defining moment of you turning into like more of like yeah, okay, I'll fly out there and work with that person. This that.
1: Oh yeah, but I mean, like, like that's like a life changer. Definitely, that was like the break.
0: And so. Now, you, f- how frequently have you been leaving? It hasn't been for like a month, but like... actually, um, know you were just in Arizona.
1: Last year, I took about 100 flights. F-
0: Exclusively working with GZ? Uh, like
1: 96 of them, were, at least, I guess, were from GZ. Dope. Yeah. And fun, right? Yeah. you got to work out of a mansion one time, and like the... You know, theater room they had we like set up soundproofing you and. Said you it. were in Michael Jackson studio. We worked at Michael Jackson's. West shout out to Westlake. If anyone from Westlake sees this, sick. I have a bunch of made, made a bunch of friends there. Like, I love LA too. Sick, it's dope. Um It's been a really cool experience. I got to see Usher at the studio. Like, Usher, Jeezy was with Usher, and we well, said studios LA.
0: are run way different out there, right? Isn't like it's a studio's like a better. megaplex. They're just like hey hey no no we're marketing so for the studio dope. they're not as good
1: they're so well run but they don't sound as good as me whoa yeah they it's just who who's in there like a studio's not as good as the equipment a studios as good as who's running it you know what I mean like if the equipment is is of standard everyone who's good is going to be able to make something sound amazing mm-hmm. you know it's it doesn't matter if you have the best billion dollar studio if you don't know what you're doing you're not going to be able to make something sound good
0: Absolutely, yeah. And so, you are trying to bring some of that the studio sauce from out there back over here, yeah, like the runners. And I am just gonna warn everybody. I understand that this show is now growing. Hope you get a good sense of who I am. Kind of a psychotic worker, in a, in a different note than John, but I am obsessed with it. I think this studio is gonna be so disgustingly big in seven months, six, seven months. I just think it's gonna be like a beacon hotspot. I'm gonna make it happen. You never marketed it. Just give me, just toss me the ball. Just let me slam it. Let's do it. I might just do that. I just think there's such an appeal to the space now. Not only because you're the engineer running it, I just think it has so much character. And I think when you walked in, couldn't you kind of feel it? You're like, yo, this. But that's what I'm saying. It's before, this, when you come in, it's like... Okay. Even the smell. Even the, smell you know, the, the subtle cush. It's like... Alright. Yeah, this is a fucking studio. Y- yeah. yeah but, but my thing is like... I've been in professionalized studio settings too. You would... R- I think 30 times out of 40, you'd rather people come in... 40 times out of 30, excuse me. But I think you would rather come into a studio like this where you're not being forced to act over-professional. Yeah. But you come in here and you feel comfortable, and you're like, okay, I can get work done here. There's no real pressure on me to get it done, but I, I do need to come in here and get shit done.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's definitely a balance of vibe and professionalism because you don't want to make it like clinical and cold.
0: But you know that's just a direct reflection of your brain and your thoughts, this whole place. Yeah.
1: And the the functions that our clients need and my time that's available and how much people are asking of my time it's difficult for me to make some of the decisions that would like you know allow me to make it more like a place like that
0: but, but you don't want that
1: I, I w- eventually want it to be set up like that but while I'm here I don't know if I can do it like that because people just need work and I yeah I love my clients I want to take care of them I want you know the right music to happen but you're spread crazy but, but I'm yeah
0: Psychotically, thing. People just need to book
1: ahead and not call me. Go to the f- website.
0: Oh yeah, actually, I yeah. plugged that right now. Tell what, p- tell people what they have to do to get this shit.
1: Phoenix down. Dot book me. will yeah. put the little thing when I say it. Yeah, I will.
0: Well, y- well I put it in every episode. Yeah. See, John hasn't even seen an episode. He I,
1: have. I haven't watched a whole episode. I don't have time. That's,
0: I know it's crazy. Well, th- I think I've seen
1: an episode on mute, but like it's like it says the same for a lot of it. So I'm like, I've seen the episode. That's yeah,
0: I know what you're saying. Um, that, that's another thing, like, yo, you are effectively running a business and you're also running your own business. So like, fuck man, I'm running my career and my business. That's That's a lot of shit. And especially when this, so are you ever out in LA? Like, yo, what if the studio, like there's a fire?
1: Yo, I've had someone call me and say there's a fire at the studio while I was out in LA. Was there
0: a fire? No. He was fucking around? Yeah. Oh, see so you wanted the choke slam. <laughs> pissed. So pissed. Yo. I, I would have been tight. You don't know. <laughs> Not again. Yo, I almost
1: kicked his ass when uh, he came back. Honestly. Um I was and he thought it was still funny still, and I was like, yo, if I was like, make another joke about it and see what I do. And he was like, I was just and I was like, leave. I just, like, made him walk out right then. He was, like, said one... I was, like, say one more word, and he said one more word. out
0: of here. Well, that's what people don't get. Like, this shit is your... Effectively... come back, though. Yeah. Oh, he's back.
1: No, he's a good guy. He was just being an asshole.
0: Well, this is effectively your livelihood. Like, I just can't imagine what it's like when you're on all these trips, and you're like, okay, back home, I have this fucking thing I built, and now it's... I can't really do much people can check in with me, but I can't do a whole lot. It's, and I don't want anyone to be vulnerable. The studio is not vulnerable. You got to come through big boat.
1: Yeah. No, the cameras are definitely like the way that I check on the studio and like make sure that, you know, just like my worst fears of everything, you know, being on fire. You have it on your phone, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so like that, that helps. Uh, And it, it usually just makes me happy when i do check cuz then i'm just like oh dope there's like sessions going on and i'm like oh you got Tony's here like it's it's usually gratifying to see what's happened cuz a lot of this year i would have made more money this year if i had just closed the studio um because i was gone so much but and it's so a much long term investment though. and exactly that would be crazy that would be the stupidest thing um but i needed to figure out how to turn this into a business really and get get enough people involved in a short period of time because I didn't know when the next time I was going to be called out was so I had like a you know one month period where I didn't get called out and did a lot of shit and including like you know getting you involved what a bucket yep and and then you know and then I was called away for another you know three weeks or whatever and then when I was back it was like back to go time like because sh- I just never know how, how long it's going to be before it like kicks back on and then I'm gone a lot.
0: Yeah, so that's like the nature of your life is like right now at least. I mean, you're probably still figuring out the balance.
1: Yeah, and I really want to get the studio here to be so functional you can that leave. I never have to get a call about something, you know, so that everyone's just happy and it never f- feels like uh, that I'm missing you know from the studio that it's yeah just just a well-oiled machine yeah. it takes time though you know yeah definitely though. and it's it's been it's been happening it's it's exciting to see how fast like a bunch of people are you know are getting on board Involved. and yeah like in my my assistant's kicking ass right now shout out, shout out to josh
0: big shout out to josh yeah really nice kid um listen you it seems like you, to run a business you have to have balance you know you have to i mean i know a lot of this was built on chaos and shit but you have to have a, a sense of balance to run your career you don't so is that just like a weird like tug and pull mentally it's like okay i got to stay here i got to get shit done concretely but fuck man i might have to go shoot out to denver and record for, for 6 days
1: yeah and it sucks just like having to be unavailable when i have to be at like showing off like a game you know Mm -hmm. when i'm in la or atlanta or something i can't be focused on anything other than that because there's already enough to remember about what's going on and even notes to be taken so i can help myself remember you're so cut
0: out for it though like you're so cut out for for it. honestly
1: no i I definitely think i pick it handle the stress well pick
0: the right career oh yeah for sure um and don't you think you callousing your brain a ton when this thing was coming up and you were like fuck makes you totally grateful now for being spread thin yeah definitely like,
1: And i know that like if it really got to a point where i was just like i can't i can't take it anymore i can just call people and be like yo can't do the session sorry gotta cancel like i still am in control of Yeah. You know, like I don't want to let people down and I'm trying to make it so that like I have a really, really good replacement that no one will have any complaints about so that if something short notice comes up, the schedule doesn't have to go into chaos because that's what will happen. Like I'll be booked up for like a month and then get called out for like a two week trip. That started as a one-week trip. So then I have, you know, one week. That I, and then I think I'm coming back. And then I constantly get like rebooked for one more, one more, one more day, one more day, and have to keep making all these calls. And like that's the, my least favorite part about having to travel is canceling on people.
0: How how essential from like, and, I, and you know, what a crazy thing is probably when I was seventeen, I was like, yo, twenty three is old. I'm sure when you're 23, you're like, yo, 29 years old. You realize you have, like, fucking 50 years left of this shit. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, damn. You're right. It's dope. That's a long time. Snap. I think I got one, too.
1: Uh, Al Schmidt, my, intern- I'm sorry, my assistant just gave me uh, a book on Al Schmidt, and he's
0: 88, I want to say, and he's still recording. Oh, yeah. Still engineering. Well, that's part of your there's no age range no. for an engineer rapper you know you can be a rapper now you can be a rapper at like 15 but you but need
1: to be able to breathe and run around on stage and give people a show like engineering you're,
0: you're, you're chilling you're stuck man
1: all I do is press <laughs>
0: buttons anyway um, yeah just like <sighs> oh, here's, here's a good question how much have you seen the Boston market grow from start to finish a decent amount a lot in like terms of what, everything—the relevancy,
1: the artists that have like had, like minor or major hits—the fact that Joyner Lucas is nominated for the Grammys. Has he, it, has he been
0: here yet? What has Joyner been here yet? Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I've recorded Joiner once before. Um, I was supposed to record. Uh, e. Double asked me if I could record his project in January, and I had to say no. So it's killing you inside. You're yeah, stab a yourself little, a little bit. A little bit that one. Yeah, we'll okay. come back yes. around though. Yeah, and I recorded a version of "Boot Up" in 2015. Oh, who's that? LMA. Yeah, but which I recorded it um with uh an artist named Phaedra and the writer who wrote the song Joel.
0: Was that the one? It's like in my feelings. Is that what that is? It's I <laughs> know what anxiety. Um. Yeah, so in, in terms of market, though, like, one thing I just keep hitting on, I'm like, yo, there's, you know, you're one of, I would say, probably a handful of 150 to 200 people in Boston that make, mu- that music is their job. You know that, right? Yeah. How does that I, change? That's
1: a, I mean, that's a, that number's probably right. I think there's, are you kind of like, people who do, like, live sound and
0: no, just music in general. There's probably, except venue management, there's probably a hundred to a hundred fifty people who ha- music is their job. As opposed to LA, there's probably about um, five million.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, but it makes you a gem here. You know that, right? It
1: it definitely, it definitely became apparent after like, a f- like you know, four years in, that I could make money with the studio. Like once we had beaten our five-year projections and I realized we were off on those. um, My fault. You're good. Uh, I I wanted to see, like, what it would take to really clean up, like, really to make money. And now seeing what the studios in LA charge, I'm, like, I don't know if we could ever get to to those prices because we're not in the location. Unless Um, the market... in I don't, I, I don't know if I'd ever even want to do that. Like I don't want to bankrupt like artists that they have no money for promo. Like yeah, part but, of my ten reason, years, it could be part either. of my reason why my prices are the way my prices are is because of, like I've too much heart and I don't want to like shut people out. And I've been waiting to f- be able to like figure out a system to like help people who've been day ones, you know, like who've really saved the studio when it was dying, and now that it's thriving, should like you know reap some of the reward and not all of like the punishment for. Bringing in the clients that are, you know, in their eyes fucking up the schedule. Yeah. People and- tell me that all the time. Like, that's, like, 50% of the time when people, like, say hi to me. Like, that when they're coming in for their session, it's either, like, super enthusiastic. John, like, super enthusiastic. You're a great guy. Everything, <laughs> all that shit. Yo, Daps, And, or, yo, John, what's good with you? Why is it so hard to get time? Yeah. Like, shouts
0: out to Cam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Uh, well, that's a good thing, man. All these are good problems.
1: Yeah, but people get people get actually frustrated, and I know people have like real lives and other shit going on. And I don't want to seem like just so busy that I'm like apathetic to what's you know other people's priorities or timelines and shit. So yeah, I just want to stay a human. Is basically what I'm saying. Tough though, man. It's tough. I want to I wanna keep some of the humanity even if I start having someone take over some of those, like, tasks of doing it. But I really want to move it all online. I think I have a plan.
0: Tough, though. Like, I – mind you, before this, I was never – before this had kind of started, I was never someone that, like, had constant demands of them. You know what I'm saying? And this is just obviously starting, too. But, like – more or less, don't you feel like you're just kind of a servant to people? Like you just Yeah, kind of, I'm in the service industry. You're just like, you have to serve people and like yeah. I know it makes you a huge gem out here because like you're the best engineer out here, but at the same time it comes with some shit where you're like damn, this fucking scene really needs me, man. Yeah. You feel the same
1: way, right? Definitely. And I, I want to make people from the scene blow up. I want to do that with a few people so that people in boston can't fucking say that that line i've heard all the time that you know they have to go out of boston to to, make it to make it or that you know nobody shows love in boston and shit like that we don't work and it's yeah it's it's definitely changed like i heard that shit four times as much four years ago i heard that shit every day before now people are like oh well shit's like Shit's actually moving in Boston. Like, there's a couple things going. There's like Masses at least got a few things like really going for it that that put it on the map. That, and the studio's like, one of them. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think that we're gonna be a part of that if we have anything to say about it. For sure. Yeah. The,
0: the business. I'm just realizing the business is just not there for the scene. It's just not. Yeah, we just have to bring it here. That's the thing. You need three artists. Yo. To so blow when.
1: Up. So when. Uh. X Uh his label at the time uh blanking on th- the name of it so gazi uh hit me to like book studio time for him trunks and ski mask but because there was a hurricane in texas where they were booked and then so they moved them to florida and there was a the hurricane in florida and so they moved to boston because they thought that would be safe from the, like they moved the, up here no, they just for the session. They just moved oh, like the the w- so they came in sessions. There? Uh all of them did except for X because his court papers came out the day before his session. Ah yeah. Shit.
0: Like, so Ski Mask was here? Yeah. da full cool. I'm trying to do it. He's a character for sure. He's his his music videos are dope. Um Okay. <sighs> how else should i market the business for this pod like right now for this podcast can you just do your do your own promo tell them where to find you your twitters and
1: um put the thing it's down in down ev- for cuz they're they're slightly different which is annoying uh, no i do it in every one yeah but um it's @PHX really, but really just text me 602-321-3422 <laughs> this guy's a sick He's sick. Yeah. So you got screws loose. If you want to talk to me, do that. If you go to the website, book time with me. You will not be disappointed. I'll give you your money back if you're disappointed.
0: Um. Yeah. Also, let's shout out Josh too. If John is unavailable for a session, and mind you, this, in my opinion, don't you're not you're not putting your best foot forward if you're in Boston and you're making music and you're not getting it shit your shit mixed here in linking with everybody over here. Real shit. Everything's popping in the studio. Like, this is where it's at. Come check in. Come meet Big bochi I'm about to give Josh's number out,
1: too. 914-400-9959.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's such a sicko. Maybe what I'll do oh, is... already maybe maybe get, what I'll like, 40 calls a day. Yeah, maybe what I'll do on Instagram is I'll, uh... I'll just cut up that clip of Josh's thing, and I'll pu- I'll push a five hundred dollar ad on it. Nice. It's all over oh the my city. god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> it's all over the city. Yo, can we put the picture of him and Snoop? I haven't seen it yet. You have it on you? Yeah. Yet? Let me see it. I'm just trying to show you this thing. Yeah. Wait. So we're we're cool with that logo? Uh,
1: no, we're using the other one. I've never got a
0: vector file or anything. That's fine. I'll figure it out. And and for this, I know you probably hate its guts. I don't know why. That was like the sickest animation I've ever made in my life. You, you I didn't hate it. Yeah, there's something off about it, man. Use it. I use it every because I told you I was like, yo, when we start, I'll make sure that I run a season for every intern in here, everybody in the studio. So.
1: Yeah, I just want you to do the same animation to the other one.
0: How does that thing gonna ha- how is it gonna have its bird? John just got it tattooed on yeah, his wrist. Right here. How is that gonna have its wings flapping? How are we gonna animate that?
1: I mean, it can happen. Birds fly. This is a picture of a bird flying.
0: Who made that, Johnny? Yeah.
1: I'm not afraid of anything.
0: Well that's what I'm saying. Let's just get a decal right here. Isn't yeah. that crazy when the fan shuts off or everything sounds really quiet? Yeah. It's nuts. It doesn't pick it up though here. Um Okay. Did I miss anything? You want to touch on? Um to be honest, I I just want to make sure that you're transparent about what it was like when you were grinding. That was just important to me. Like he was fucking really dogging it. He's he's also sugarcoating it. Yeah, so it was whack.
1: It was whack. It was rough. What? And it once, yeah, I had. You said you were lazy. Right? I had my friend. I had my friend Drew's band in, and my, you know, my the girl that I wanted to be my girlfriend again with me, uh, for a few days, had had a great time then, and got back together. had had some new confidence and some really some new goals. For me, that's been the biggest thing. Is like the need for something has has been a drive, like. I thought making $5,000 a month was a lot until I needed to make 9,000. Like if I didn't make 9,000 I was going to lose money. When it became like those costs. like my wife is fucking amazing. Shout shout out to my wife Caitlin because she does our finances and she does the spreadsheets and she does the Excel calculations. She checks in with the label and she she does all of that shit. Like she does the like the paperwork, make sure that shit doesn't get like done fucked up because that's not my strong suit. Like Mm -hmm. I will fuck something up and not find out until it's too late when it comes to. He's got his wife like right here. Small details and emails. These guys really in love, man. Love's a yeah, real no, thing too. Yeah, she's a big motivator for me, and she's in law school right now. So we've had a lot of bills. Like she's not being able, she can't work while she's you know here? in school. Yep, at BU. Oh no word. Um, and so it, it meant having a lot more responsibility and just having to grow up a lot and having to prioritize and like. Being able to, like, raising my prices, like, needing to do that and being real with myself about, like, what I'm worth and, like, not letting what other people want influence what
0: I need to get oh, so done. so she's on the shits, like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, imagine what happens when she becomes a full-blown lawyer and you guys run the lucrative run. This is all part Yo, of the plan, man. Watch then, out. Then it's going to be, then it'll be real. <laughs> scary. Whoa. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so you don't, you have no budge with, like. Working with family. I know it's I mean, my, my,
1: my nephew has come to record with me. Like, he, he came up for, uh, like, a whole week last summer. He's going to do it again this summer. He's like, Max is like, one of my, he, I think he has like, the fa- his favorite song that I've recorded. Oh, really? Yeah, like, Max will tell you. It's like, he's like, really on the wave. But like what about, in Seattle. what about
0: working with friends?
1: I work with my, f- uh, friend Drew's band, uh, some of that, if I've been their friend for a long time and I've recorded them before I was really good, like, then there's overlap with like old habits for them or old expectations. Or sometimes it's just like old stories of like remembering when I used to suck. And I'm like, thanks for bringing all those stories. Yeah, up. it's a little more lax. Yeah. So but sometimes so you it's them bringing up when they sucked too. So yeah. it's not so, it's not like just on me.
0: Wh- Who was the band you just had in here?
1: Crumb Crumb is my most successful Project um, You know Crumb? Crumb? I just you met. Mean, oh, I listen to Locket Almost every day Yo that's my shit. Crumb doing the new Crumb shit right now Did all the Crumb shit Ever been put out Fucking serious Yeah Yeah th- those Dude are that's th- my baby bro, like, Yo we spent like, For Raffi's over here losing it I'll play, I'll play you some new it. shit I'll play you some brand new I'll play you some unheard Play you something I'll check with yo. Crumb first but
0: Those were the dudes I met the other day right Yeah Mad cool. Yeah. Well, you know, he came in here looking like
1: we're friends now for sure. Like, if they weren't, they Crumb was their last project they were doing before they all went to different states, and it was the only project that they were going to do where they weren't going to do a single show or go on tour. They weren't going to do anything. It was just for it was just for fun, not anything too crazy, crazy serious. It was Leela's first project singing on, and then Reddit post, tick, Spotify playlist, tick.
0: huge. They uh yeah, he came in here. I i think it was Jesse came in here and he was looking for his laptop bag. And I was like, Oh yeah, bro, I threw it out. He's like, What dude? He's like, Are you serious? He's like, My hard drive's in there, man. I was like, No, nah, dude, I'm fuck with you. He's like, Okay man, I'll fall. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um yeah, so John is the he's the man, bro. I hope everyone caught that. Um Okay, so do you know how we start and end these? You did it once in Mike's episode at the end. I forgot. It's right. Just shows you, man. There's a lot of work going on. Listen. Oh, also, no one knows, and I'll tell you after, but we've had some pretty keen listeners on the show recently. Whoa. Happened faster than we thought. Um, Okay, so you're going to say hi. I'm John Scott. I I would like you to, from a marketing sense, say hi. I'm John Scott. I run Phoenix Sound Recording and this is my golden hour. Directly after no break, you only get one try. Hi, I'm John Scott, and this was my golden hour.
1: Hi, I'm John Scott. I run Phoenix Down Recording, and this is the golden hour.
0: Blew it. Got it wrong. Keep going.
1: Hi, this is John Scott, and this was my golden hour.
0: You got the second part right. First part, you said this is the. We gotta go back to this is my. We'll give it another try. It's alright. I don't fuck
1: with you anymore, but it's straight. This is John Scott. I run Phoenix Down Recording, and this is my golden hour. He's a great guy. And I'm a great guy.
0: And then, right after?
1: This is John Scott, and that was my golden hour. <laughs> All right, you're
0: a great guy. Thank you, man. <laughs>